Welcome to Conversation Pace. I'm your host, Brian Rossetti. In the last several years, we've seen Masters athletes pushing the limits. In episode 17, I interviewed Dan King, who ran a 449 mile at age 61. That's level 10 gold on Dr. Jack Daniels scale, equivalent to a 346 mile. In episode 23, I spoke with Joost de Raymaker. Joost is a Belgian in his early 50s, living in Luanda, Angola. He's running at very close to the same level as Dan King, but at the marathon. Currently, he's on a mission to win his age group in every marathon major. So far, he has three wins under his belt with a 2.26.10 PB in Berlin in 2019. Jack's formula age grades that to a 2.08.10 marathon. In this episode, we discuss living in Luanda, how we got back into running eight years ago after almost 30 years away from the sport, what his training looks like today, his perspective on the sport, and also shoe reviews. Yost is a reviewer at RoadTrailRun.com, so we get to hear his take on the Endorphin Pro versus Vaporfly, AlphaFly, and Adidas Pro. All right, well, Yost, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so how's it going? You're based in Angola at the moment, correct? That's correct, yeah. Angola is... Um... Well, it's uh, two countries up from South Africa, uh, one country down from Congo, so uh, pretty close to the equator in the tropics. Um, uh, yeah, pretty warm and muggy year round. <laughs> <laughs> so not not the best running weather. No, uh, well, you you can actually interpret it both ways. As a friend of mine usually says, you know, we we got to train, so <laughs> we have to we have to run and we have to you. Know, go with what what whatever the weather's uh what the weather is or the climate is or the roads are whatever we have at our disposal so but there yeah. are, i think there are advantages as well as as they always say the heat is a poor man's altitude so <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh it's it's it does have some some advantages i think for when i go to europe or the us or wherever uh to go and race uh i usually don't 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 break a sweat <laughs> uh, and over here over here i can have to wring out my clothes after like f- t- 10 to 15 minutes so it's uh, oh, wow. uh i think it kind of kind of prepares you for for uh, for for yeah for for tough tough races psychologically it's it's very hard sometimes yeah have you spent time training or running at altitude before um no the highest i went up actually is over here in, in angola um around 2000 meters that's what 6000 feet or something like that mm-hmm. um um 6000 6, a little bit um so yeah i've 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 done a little bit of that but not consistently it was just while i was traveling for work in inside the country and and uh, i would run wherever i was and the inside of the, the the country is um is pretty high up some between 1600 to 2000 meters or so so yeah i've i've done some running it it, it didn't really feel it affected me that much but maybe that was because i went long enough uh, uh, over over yeah. there as well yeah i was cu- i was curious if you'd prefer to to stay up there and run or mm-hmm. you think the humidity is probably worse i bet uh yeah it is uh i think it's if the, oh, over here in, in in angolia the humidity closer to the coast is actually worse than uh, than the altitude i think yeah 
Yeah. So, what is the actual city that you're in? It's how do you? Okay, pronounce? it's it's the the capital. It's Luanda. Luanda. Okay. Uh, Luanda. Yeah. Um, and so, for our listeners, is, South Atlantic coast, correct? You're on the coast. Yeah. Yeah. The South Atlantic. That's it. Yeah. And and what is running like there? So when you go out for just an easy run, maybe from from your house or your apartment, mm-hmm. um, what does that look like? What what should, what are your options um, to run when you're doing a long run or maybe a hard mm-hmm. workout? Just to just give us a sense for, for what day to day running like there. Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, it, it it varied. It's it's changed a little bit recently. We moved. Um, we used to live in in the city, and um, the city is right on the ocean. Um, so we, I would just basically run down to the the seafront and do thing over there, and then uh, maybe on Sundays when there was less traffic or so, I would. Uh, run in the city um, to get some hills in, in, in a long run or something like that. Um, so that would be my basic, my basic, uh, my basic scenario, mostly for, for every day. There, there's a, um, a track in, in town as well. And there's one, actually, there's only one. Uh, it's pretty worn, worn down, but um, that, that's it's where a- I use it go and do my track workouts. Um, wow. It's a pretty big city, right? And there's, there's so there's only it, one track. It's yeah, it's what what's what you would call a sprawling, <laughs> sprawling city. It's uh, this the center is it's it was um, basically built as a, a as a colonial town when the Angola used to be a Portuguese colony. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was built as a colonial town to hold about maximum couple of hundred thousand people. And uh, the current population of of greater area of Luanda is probably six and a half to seven million right now. Wow. Uh, so it's it's it, this the center is pretty much the same, um, but it's it's grown and you know the typical African style grown is it's, it's completely disorganized uh, neighborhoods. Um, uh, Lots of lack of basic utilities around us and and so forth. So it's um, it's yeah, it's it's a typical African capital, let's say Luanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and how did you end up there, Yost? You where were you <laughs> where were you born? And I know you do some uh, photojournalism. As you yeah, job and love to hear a little bit about how you ended up there. Uh, well, it's 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 a uh, it's uh, it's a long or a stor- short story. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to not make it too long. Uh, I was I was born and raised in Belgium, um, uh, and I lived in Belgium till my twenty fourth of twenty fifth, and then I got a chance to go on. And they have a, a some a scholarship system in in Europe. Uh, called Erasmus, where you can go and do one year of college in an, in one of the other countries, um, and so I ended up in Portugal uh, after for, for for one year of my of my college. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I went back to Belgium. Didn't really feel like like I fit in anymore, um, and um, so I grabbed you know, a backpack <laughs> and went back to Portugal and. 
and I basically stayed there for from 95 to all the way to 2013. Um, uh, Portugal, uh, at, at first I worked in, in IT, uh, which I gathered was the easiest way uh, to, to get a job um, at the time. So I, I worked in IT, uh, I worked in IT security. Um, ended up owning a small company in IT security and then had a major uh, nervous breakdown or burnout or whatever they call it these days mm. uh, early early in the in the in the in the century let's say and uh, <laughs> then I picked up I picked up photography and um, and and journalism as well um, and I basically did, did a lot of travel travel stories and stuff like that and i i um ended up uh in angola through uh through a, a girlfriend at the time um nice. uh and um, so i ended up here um for for a story and um did the story and then came back and did, did some more traveling around the country and ended up editing a, a Portuguese language uh, uh, alternative travel guide to Angola. Um, at that time, things weren't very easy in Portugal. Uh, crisis had hit hard, especially <laughs> for free freelance uh, yeah. journalists. And um, and we th- we saw my current my, my my wife uh my then girlfriend is angolan um so we ended up coming here because we saw um better opportunities here and um so that was the end of 2013 okay. and um yeah and i can't we kind of have a i, I seem to have a knack of choosing well, countries that, go, that are going to go into into a major crisis um, yeah. <laughs> so well be, end of, <laughs> besides the pandemic what 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 are you referring to um uh well at the end of 2014 uh angola is a is a is a, a petroleum exporter okay. uh, and at the end of 2014 prices plummeted and there was yeah major economic crisis began Gotcha. And we've, they haven't, we haven't actually been able to get out of that yet. Um, okay. When the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, uh, so it's it's made it it's, it's made it a little bit it's aggravated it even further. So we're not really sure what the future will bring. Uh, we're, we're we're fine so far. My wife is uh, has a has a steady job. Um, uh, a lot of my projects this year. Got got cancelled or had to do yeah. some some stuff remotely. Um, so instead of photography, I've I've been doing some some communication consultancy, some graphic design stuff like that uh, to to keep afloat. But yeah, so that's that's our current situation. Yeah, so I I think I've read that you were into running at a very early age, but then <clears throat> you stopped and sort of mm-hmm. lost. Um, touch with the sport and then got yeah. back into it. Uh, how late yeah. did you get back into it officially? Uh, well, officially, officially. Um, so that's the, I, I used to run as a, as a child. We, we had, you know, we had uh, the, the primary school I went to um, 
was part of of, uh, of district competitions every every year, mm. and um, so I got in and into running through through the school. I was like this skinny uh, skinny kid that got actually got a little bit bullied before, but then I started winning all the races <laughs> and ended ended up on the other side of the fence. Uh, and that's more or less. <laughs> what were was, these? What were these competitions? And, and uh, what the, the, we we would uh, there were basically um, uh, the, the meetings. We, we we'd have one big meet, uh, district meet every every year, and then there would be like a, a sixty meter sprint for the mm-hmm. for the kids, and like an eight hundred meter run or something like that. That that, that was the the basic program. And uh, sprinting, I was uh, I, I was fast, but I was a, I was a slow starter, so I would have to catch up with everybody around around thirty meters to see if I could win. <laughs> and uh, and in eight hundred meters, I would just you know it was it was very easy for me to to win. Um, uh, I, I, I had um, I always seemed to have um, a good capacity to recover even within a race um, itself to so to to do a big effort and then be ready for another one very towards so um but that that was that was uh the 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 youth um i actually got back into running uh i would say in my early 40s or something like that i would do it uh, like on and off on and off on and off um i was traveling a lot for for uh for for my job to, to do um travel reportage and, and and stuff like that i would regularly be away for a month or for two months or something like that and um, and while i was away i was usually traveling uh very you know um very light let's say just with a backpack and 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 my cameras so i didn't go out for run or anything like that on on those on those trips um so i do have some data starting from 2009 Okay. Which is w- when I got my first uh, my first iPhone and I started using an app to register it. I I know I was running a little bit before that, but between two thousand nine, let's say two thousand nine, ten, and eleven, I would you know start training a little bit and then be gone for a month or two and then start training a little bit again and then be gone for a month or two. And it wasn't until two thousand twelve, um, my my wife was pregnant with our with our. Uh, uh, um, with our our oldest um mm-hmm. i have i have a, an older daughter from from a previous relationship um uh but you know our 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 oldest um and i was uh writing the the, the text for for my travel guide and mm. 2012 so i basically i knew i was going to be home for most of the year and um so i said well, well why not you know take on a challenge or something like I'll, I'll, I want to run a half marathon. Okay. <laughs> so I trained for that was too late to sign up for the, the, the local half marathon and ended up at doing a 20 K race a couple of weeks later. And I, and I did that and I thought, hmm, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> uh, let's do a marathon. <laughs> what, was it, what was it? So it was all, you know, so it was almost 30 years, right? From when you yeah, were yeah, running, competing yeah. at an early age, but yeah. then what, what was the hook that got you back in, in your forties 
that was it just uh, traveling and one day you thought oh i guess i'll go for a run no, or you were inspired by where you were mm-hmm. i started well I, I started as i said a couple of years earlier just with with a couple of runs and then i I was I always liked running when I when I was a, when I was a kid, um, and 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 I think that the pleasure of running came back to me when at, at that stage, you know, I I really liked it. Um, um, I kind of liked the feeling of the wind <laughs> in my ears when I run, and then just you know zoning out and, and and not thinking about much except for your own you know your own breathing or footsteps or whatever, just going and and. Uh, and, and wherever, and then coming back. Um, so I, I really, I really like that, uh, the feeling of that. And then, you know, as I said, that was I was just sitting in our kitchen, writing up, writing up the text for my my uh, my travel guide. And I thought, you know, I I, I needed a, an extra challenge or something like that that year. And um, so I, first, I did that. 20k as i said and then i i said no let's train for a marathon then and since the the 20k wasn't that hard uh so i started training for for a marathon i had a a a finnish friend who is a coach um uh who who was in in touch with frequently at that time just trying to pick his brain about about Mm -hmm. what i should do what i shouldn't do but it wasn't very i didn't really do anything really structured i think i did like one one k floats or something like that. That was based my basic work for uh, <laughs> uh, for for my first marathon. Uh, I would I would do like five or six one k floats on off on off on off, and that was I thought that was my you know that was my speed work. <laughs> and what about uh, what about on the non speed days where you just uh, were you just out running run. pretty steady yeah, or just, pretty easy? Yeah, just just steady easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and how long did it take? Do you feel before things started to pick up, where you realized, oh wow, I'm getting pretty fast? Like this starting. Oh, I, was, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't consider myself really fast. I think, um, uh, but you know, I, I did the training, and then I did. I, I ran my first marathon. That was at, in at the end of 2012. Okay. Uh, my first, ever, my first ever marathon. Uh, I was what, 2012. I was 44 then. And um, I, I ran two fifty four, I think, for my first marathon. Uh, so I was I was happy. I, I wanted to do three hours. So I was I was quite happy with that with the two fifty four. Where and, was that? Um, that was in Lisbon, uh, oh. in Portugal. Yeah, where I was living at the time. So it's um, it's uh, it's uh, it was a, uh, it was the old. There's a newer version of the marathon. It was the old version. Going all, all the way through town, up and down, and, and it was, it, the end was kind of hard actually because it was all uphill. But uh, so, <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's so I did that, and I thought, okay, that wasn't too hard. And then uh, I said, let's do an ultra, <laughs> uh, and I, then I did a a hundred k race a couple of months later, uh, and oh, I got I injured. <laughs> So you finished. You weren't thinking, "Oh, I I want to see if I can go faster." You were, you were just on to like another challenge. Another challenge. Another challenge. Yeah. yeah, another challenge. Yeah, and um, so I got injured. Um, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny that at the end of the 100k race, we it was it was kind of a group effort thing. Uh, the race it wasn't actually a race, and uh, it's 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 um, a run around the. An old defense perimeter of of Lisbon, so it's 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 mostly uh, uh, off road. Actually, it's uh, there's a lot of it's not really trail, but it's like uh, dirt roads and up and down and up and down. And, and I remember at the end of the hundred k, we were finishing <laughs> as a group, and we we had a group photo, and I stood still for like five minutes, and then I just couldn't move anymore. <laughs> I couldn't lift my my foot up. So uh, it was uh, then I cut that back a little bit, um, but it was it was actually a, as, as you were talking about um, the, the the sensation of why why I, why I ran again and then when I did that that hundred k and I was training for that a little bit I felt an incredible sense of freedom because mm-hmm. I knew I could just go out the door in the morning if I wanted to and then run anywhere I wanted have lunch somewhere, whatever, and then <laughs> run back, you know, because I knew I could handle it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it was a very, very liberating uh, feeling to be able to do that just uh, with my own two feet, you know, and not needing a bicycle or anything like that to do it. So it's, uh, uh, it, was a, it was a great feeling. Yeah. That's great. Do you, I'm curious, if you were a runner in your teens or mm-hmm. 20s and competing, did you ever think about which event you probably would have been best suited for, like 5K, 10K, or do you think the longer distance is really where your strength is? Yeah. I, like, have uh, you done any 1500s or 3Ks? I'm just curious. Which... I've, no, I've never, I've, I've never actually raced, officially raced a 1500 or, or a 3K or a 5K or for mm-hmm. that matter even. Yeah, I did some. 10k road stuff in 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 uh while i was still in portugal but um uh since then i've never actually officially raced a 10k uh i think i think uh for me the shorter distances is like like 1500 or 3000 they're they're really hard um yeah um, uh, <laughs> it's very it's bloody painful <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a, a, not as painful maybe as an 800 or so but it's 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 very painful and um, <laughs> i always laugh at when recreational runners like when they because normally they start in the sport at like 10k half marathon marathon yeah. on the roads yeah. and then when they finally some of them get around to just doing a hard, hard mile race, and they finish, mm-hmm. and their hands are on their knees. They're, they're looking at me like that was worse than the marathon. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's 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 terrible <laughs> when you're completely out of breath. You're all the you know. It's uh, it's it's horrible. Yeah, but so stuff like that doesn't it, happen to you. It sounds like the longer the race, the better for you. Yeah, no, there there is a limit. So I, I, as I said, I did I did a couple of ultras afterwards. I, I, there's a in South Africa has a has a has a big tradition of, of longer than marathon races. So uh, I went over there to do the comrades and uh, and two oceans. The comrades is um, uh, around 90k. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's it's officially it's it's uh, it, it varies a little bit. There's one one that goes up and the other comes down. Um, and the down race is usually around 90 and the up race is usually around 87 or so. So that's 50, 50 something miles. Um, 
and um, and they have another one, Two Oceans in Cape Town, uh, which is a really beautiful race. Um, that's uh, that's fifty six k. So that's fifty six k. That's thirty thirty some miles, I think. Um, as I did those, and um, well, somewhere after a marathon distance, I start to cramp. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, 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 I don't know if it's just training, uh, lack of you know, too much, uh, lack or, of, or or too much or whatever. Uh, so, but uh, there's 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 at some point behind uh, or, or after the marathon distance, my I start to cramp. So yeah, uh, maybe maybe marathon is is uh, is that <laughs> you know currently my my ideal <laughs> distance. Yeah. What what was your mileage when you ran that two fifty four your your first marathon? What was your uh, weekly mileage? Um, I think I peaked at like one hundred and ten k or something like that. So that's a sixty sixty yeah. five miles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was that was my limit at the at the time. Yeah. And then how did training progress the the more you started participating in, in marathons? How did it progress in terms of volume and then in terms of knowledge and um well I'm 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 basically pretty uh, with, with everything I I've, I've done um uh I wouldn't say in my life but you know as an adult um the, the IT, the photography, the, the writing, the uh, and 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 now the running. I'm I'm pretty obsessive and, and uh, <laughs> when it comes down to wanting to know everything there is uh, yeah. to know about it. So um, I started reading up, uh, getting books. Uh, you know, the lore of running, Daniel's <laughs> running formula, yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> So I started reading lots of stuff. Um, started picking, as I said, picking the brain of my 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 friend, uh, um, the, the the running coach, and uh, um, so yeah, I started started developing more of a knowledge of you know, even the physiology, uh, mm-hmm. every, everything around it. Uh, so that's 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 how it how it slowly evolved, I think. Yeah. yeah, and it's been amazing to see because you're training when you've ran your PR. Mm-hmm. How much how much mileage are you doing? Okay, uh, PR? is it? I'm always impressed by the amount of training you've been able to maintain uh-huh, um, uh-huh. at 51, and and again that might go back to you taking a break from when you were very young till your forties. Right. So a lot of mm-hmm. people who, you know, beat their bodies up for decades, um, yeah, yeah, obviously have yeah. to train differently as a master's runner. So it's interesting to see the amount of intensity and volume you've been able to make. Well, it actually came on, on gradually. I, I would say, um, hmm. I was, uh, I have, uh, I, ran, I used to run with a with a, a bunch of guys here locally. Uh, I, s- I sometimes still do, but uh, the group has been a little bit more dispersed these days because of the pandemic. But uh, uh, so they 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 go to marathons uh, one one or two, uh, you know around the world every year, and so I started training with them, um, and uh, I, I did some marathons. And one of the guys in there said, "Like you're really good. I could." 
I think you could, you know, you, you, you could be very good in your age group. <laughs> and I, I'd never actually given it much thought. And uh, mm -hmm. so, and it piqued my interest and I said, okay. Uh, so I started investigating more into training programs and stuff like that. And then, um, so I had, I had my copy of the, 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 the Daniel's running formula. It was the third edition, I think. And, and I was checking out the, the marathon programs. And uh, so I said, you know, well, if I'm going to be good, <laughs> why not try the elite, the elite program? <laughs> and, uh, How did so it go at first? Uh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal because it, it's only actually it's it's the last twelve weeks of a program that was longer in the in the in the in the former editions. So yeah. the, like the first run you jump into, it's like a, <laughs> it's the first long run. It's 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 uh, uh, I don't remember exactly, but it's like it's like uh, eight miles marathon. Uh, plus four miles tempo plus another four miles marathon plus you know, whatever it's it was brutal <laughs> I, had to, I had to stop a lot of times along the way just to, <laughs> to catch my breath and uh, but I, I didn't give up I, I i i went on and on and on and um and and, and got used to it uh, i did get injured a couple of times along the way uh but yeah i i, I usually peak around a hundred, hundred miles a week uh, when when I do this uh, this training, uh, mm. the, this program. So the mileage varies varies because you're basically only like once or no twice or three times uh, during the the twelve weeks. You have a week with your actual peak, and the rest is 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 a little bit less. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been able recently, even recently, to maintain around 100 miles um, for, for at least four or five weeks in a row before I cut down a little. And um, so I've been, I've been able to handle that in, in spite of my, my Achilles tendons not agreeing with me very much. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, that's more or less the volume I've, I've been able to handle. Um, when, you, when you jumped into that, that plan, mm -hmm. are you just following the paces um, as they are in, in the book or the calculator without adjusting for the heat uh, at that point? Or uh, were you just kind of, are you a good runner by effort? How, how do you normally handle it? Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can actually, I can push myself quite, quite well. So it's, uh, um, yeah. uh, I, I went, I think the first time I went by one of my, uh, by a marathon, I did more or less, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and 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 the pace I wanted to run, or what I wanted to do in, in the next one, more or less. So I I, I kind of went off that. Also used a little bit of uh, Macmillan's uh, running calculator. I, you probably know that one uh, mm -hmm. to get my paces, uh, which are aren't very different from from uh, from the ones in. in in mm -hmm. Daniel's book, um, so yeah, I tried. I tried to 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 maintain that. And once once you run one, um, you you have a much better idea of of, uh, of of what what intensity you should run at. So uh, it becomes easier after the first one. Well, not yeah. not the training. The training is still brutal, but it becomes easier. Yeah. <laughs> so you you've now won your. I saw that you. I don't know if this is an official goal of yours but you've mm -hmm. i think you've won now 
and three majors, correct? Berlin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the third? I missed the third. Is it? I I I ran Tokyo in in uh, in in two thousand eighteen. Oh. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I ran a two twenty seven thirty two there. I think, and then I ran Berlin uh, last year. Uh, to 2610 that was my pb and five weeks later i ran new york uh in 22816 uh also for an age group win uh in new yeah. york and actually i was actually 63rd in the in the in the in the general uh what do you, what do you call it in the overall in the, yeah. ranking, in, the, in, the, in the overall rankings yeah and that was a pretty competitive year like it if you go back ten years, I think two twenty eight puts you mm-hmm. even further up, a lot further up in the overall mm-hmm. race. But um, I'm curious, which do you think you know pound for pound was your best performance considering the courses? Because New York obviously is a lot harder than Berlin. Yeah, that's, so, that's yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's, when I when I actually when I ran New York, uh, uh, well, I, I knew I maybe if I if I if I'd run it. Uh, without running Berlin, uh, I, I could have gone a little bit faster, but I I, I, I felt pretty tired when when uh, uh, before going into Central Park. I wasn't counting on that climb just before you're going to the park. <laughs> <laughs> they, they never <laughs> tell you about that that mile. They never, tell you, they never <laughs> tell you about that. No, before they say, oh yeah, yeah, in Central Park, it's like you know, it's it's a little bit hilly it's hard but no no it's actually before you get in it's a lot harder it's uh, literally a mile yeah. yeah it's brutal yeah yeah, um, it's, yeah it's new york is as if i haven't run boston but new york is it's really tough um because it's 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 you know it's always goes up and down a little bit and then you have that you have that bridge on after like at the, the half marathon um uh, yeah. Before you're going to into Queens, I think that's that's a tough one that nobody tells you about. Uh, yep. And then yeah, well, the, the the main one everybody tells you about the main bridge. Uh, sure. And then then and yeah, and then you turn onto First Avenue and you see you have to go all the way up there and then <laughs> <you> go back. <laughs> and then okay, and so. then when the crowds when the crowds die out, you hit the the yeah. Will Bridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a nice yeah. time. I actually saw you. I think. Um, right around 21, mm-hmm. and I yelled at you, you were just kind of in the zone, um, yeah, you know, in the final 10k. But I, I remember just noticing how, um, I had never seen you in person before, only through pictures, mm-hmm. and um, but you looked incredibly smooth, and certainly, no offense to or other 50 year old runners, but you, you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't look like a 51 year old runner. It was, it was impressive. Um, mm-hmm. But to uh, 228 in New York, I would say that's got to be as good as Berlin or maybe better. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I, I, I told my, a couple of friends after that. I did 228 in New York. And they said, well, <laughs> why didn't you go faster in Berlin then? I mean, if you did 228 in New York, yeah. you could have run Berlin faster. <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah. So you're... Yeah, it's... It's a t- it's a very tough race. I, I, I consider it to you know that was my I think so far it was my toughest marathon. I don't know if it was because I it was only five weeks after Berlin or it, it's just a tough course anyway. Yeah. So the pandemic kind of screwed up um, your mission to win all six major yeah. in your age group. So what 
what is it? What's your calculation now? You've got what Chicago and um, London. I was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I had signed up for for London this year and Chicago. Um, yeah, uh, Chicago. I got into uh, what they call the American Development Program because of my my Berlin result. Okay. Uh, so and that, that that got deferred to next year. So I'm in Chicago next year. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I can I can if I want to also get into London next year through uh, through a, a, a running club uh, for the for the what they call the championship race. So it's uh, so you start you know you don't start in the pack you start a little bit further up front. Um, but I think they're a week apart, so um, uh, <laughs> uh, I might take that on as a challenge, uh, or uh, just wait, you know, another another half year or a year to do to do one of those. And then I have Boston still to do, to do as well. Um, That's right. Um, uh, so, what is what is the gap? I didn't look prior to this conversation. What is the gap generally? in the M50 age group behind you, or do you feel like you've got a, how hard is this going to be um, um, the competition? Like how fast do you have to maintain? Uh-huh. Like, uh, uh, when, when I started off, uh, started out this project uh, to my, my, my original intention was to, to go for a, a top three for a podium. I say a podium. Finish. They don't do podiums for, for, yeah. for uh, the age groups, right. but uh, I mean, that was my, my intention was, was that. And, um, so I did, actually did up a little project and I got a little local sponsoring for my expenses with that and everything. So it's, uh, which is, which is great. Um, so, uh, but anyway, uh, so my I, I did some in, investigating, and I thought, you know, if I if I run somewhere in the in the between two thirty five and two forty, I'm always in the top three. Um, oh, wow. That was my main my main concern. So, uh, um, but then after Berlin, um, <laughs> after my yeah, uh, after uh, well, I ran actually uh, yeah after Tokyo. Uh, in Tokyo, the, the competition is pretty tough because the Japanese are really, really, really avid yeah. runners. So uh, I don't know what the difference was between me and the second guy, but I think it was um, it was like only two minutes or so. Um, and in Tokyo, I did I, my time was also a course record, but the course has was changed recently, so that's it's probably going to be broken as well. Um, and in Berlin. Um, I'm not sure because I, I, I think the second guy came like four or five minutes behind me. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think the second guy ran two thirty something, almost two thirty one. I think in New York, I don't remember, uh, that the China, the second runner, I, I, I'm not sure actually I have to look it up again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was trying to look up Tokyo real quickly. I see you, but not mm-hmm. Not the age category. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's they're kind of hard to, to look at things <laughs> for the Tokyo Marathon. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like you've got a little bit of breathing room, though, um, as long as you can maintain some some good fitness if, over the next if year. If I can maintain, maintain, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, the, the, so, I think the main yeah. challenge would be if, if I decide to run like two a week apart or something like that, that would be... Yeah. Uh, that would be very, very hard. Of course, I don't really know how to train for that, uh, except you know, for <laughs> doing stuff like that in training as well. Probably, um, 
Yeah, that's um, tough. Um, we'll talk a little bit. I mean, speaking of maintaining, you know, mm-hmm. fitness and um, at 51, you're training at a pretty high intensity, high volume. Mm-hmm. What are some of the reasons you think that you're able to, I know you've, you've battled some injuries, which, you know, comes with the territory, yeah. but what allows you in your mind um, to be able to train at such a high level still and, and maintain this and, and compete at the level you are? Um, uh, well, I think basically uh, um, it's because I want to. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I, uh, it, I, it's, it's um, as I said, training can, can be pretty rough sometimes. Going for one of those like long runs with lots of pace in it, but um, um, it's it's something like uh, uh, you start a you know uh, you just go out the door, you do it, and then afterwards you're so happy you did it, <laughs> uh, and that's basically uh, uh, the other the easy days are just well, I kind of I it's a routine for me. I, I just have to go out and run. Um, I can't imagine myself uh, not not wanting to you know to 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 feel to feel the um what i feel when i go out running um i think it's it's something that i really need in my life as well so it's more like an attitude how it's fulfilling you don't see you when i ask the question of course as a coach in my mind i'm thinking of you know what is Yost doing for nutrition how does he eat what, mm-hmm. what cross training he's doing how does he take care take care of his body um do you feel like so none of that stuff really comes to mind for you it's more of you know an attitude i go out because i love it and um obviously the being a freelancer gives you i'm Mm -hmm. sure flexibility and more time to maybe yeah Mm -hmm. it it works it works the opposite way as well because as a freelancer sometimes you, you you're working at the at the, the only times when you when you can actually go out for a run, um, yeah. and now with the pandemic, it's it's even worse because they've they've um, they've limited our, our our training slots as they, as as you say we can we can only run outside. Um, uh, now it's two thousand. You can go from five five a.m. to eight a.m. and from five p.m. to eight p.m. But it, it was at, some, at one point it was like only an hour and a half you could go out and run. Um, so, uh, sometimes, you know, where we live now, it's, it's kind of a closed off, uh, I think what you, you would call it a condo in the U S it's, uh, uh, so, uh, it's, it's private. So I can, I can usually go at lunch or so I, I just go for like a 30 minute, uh, run, uh, and then in the afternoon, the official time, I just, I could go out and, and run on the street. Um, yeah. So I think that that goes both ways. Being a freelancer or not, it's uh, it, it 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 takes out a little bit of the um, of the of the routine as well sometimes. So you yeah, can always go when you want. Yeah. I was I was just looking. So Angola, I'm only reading fifteen thousand total cases. Um, you, so yeah, you feel like it's managed well, or they're not testing? <laughs> <laughs> they're not testing. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, what what uh, in the beginning it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty slow. They, like they 
they declared a state of emergency at the end of March. Um, and sadly, my 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 dad passed away uh, a couple of days before that in Belgium. Um, oh, and no. I'm st I've still I still haven't been able to go there and be with my family. Oh. Uh, so it's 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 it, it was uh, so well, that was that's 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 something completely different, of course. But um, it's uh, they closed off the country completely uh, when there were like two cases. <laughs> wow. uh, and um, they've tried. They've been trying to maintain it pretty close, but, but you know, it's um, compliance is is not the biggest thing over here. So everybody's supposed to wear a mask, but you know, uh, people wear it on their chin or <laughs> whatever. Uh, so what about so, like restaurants, gyms, things like that? Um, restaurants were closed for a while and now they're open for, for a limited time of day. Um, for you, they can only be like half, half full or that sort of stuff. Uh, it's, yeah, I think it's the usual schools are still closed. Uh, my, my oldest over here has, uh, has, uh, uh Homes well, she's she's she has video video classes, um, so she her lessons are through Teams, Microsoft Teams, and so, um, mm. um, so yeah, the country is pretty pretty closed off. Yet you're not officially allowed to come in if you're if you have if you're not a resident or or you have a work visa or something like that. You're not allowed to come into the country. And uh, that's since March. And when you come, when you, if you, for example, I could go, but then I would have to quarantine over there, quarantine over here, do X amount of tests along the way. It's, it, it would be very, very, very difficult. Um, so uh, uh, 15,000 cases, I was, I was saying when, when they did um, uh, random uh, fast tests, uh, rapid tests, um, they, they got to, a couple of months ago, they got to a percentage of 10 percent of the population at that Positive. point had already been had already been in contact with the virus, so they had antibodies, mm. uh, and that's that number's only grown uh, in spite. So the official numbers don't mean don't, yeah. <laughs> don't there's no meaning to the fifteen thousand. It's just people feeling sick and getting tested. That's it. Yeah, even in the U.S., I think I mean they're now saying. It's the number of infected is probably eight times higher than what's yeah. reported. It's yeah. it's more like yeah. eighty million, which is is pretty wild. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. So coming back to what we were discussing related to to your training, there's really nothing that stands out to you. You don't feel like you need to work extra hard to continue to go out and train. Meaning, when you put in a hundred no. mile week. You know what are you doing? You're you're not getting massages. You're not. Uh, currently, you're it's not, yeah. currently it's impossible uh, to get massages and that sort of stuff because the. Uh, uh, right. I used to go to I used to go to the gym in a hotel in in town, and they had a. I would go to the sauna and get a massage and that sort of stuff. It's all all been <laughs> it's that's all done. So I got myself one of those massage guns now. Um, so I, I do massage, I do roll. Um, Which one uh, of the guns did you get? I got a, I got an Adaday. Adaday was a cheapo, cheapo. Uh, so it's like one hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. But it, it works. It works. It works. You feel like it helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and what else in terms of nutrition? Are I've been okay. 
interested to see some some masters runners we talk to now are, mm-hmm. are vegan or vegetarian which is always interesting um yeah, not at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, chance. No, chance. Uh, no no it's it's i, I mean i i i I, I would I would be able I have, I've been half vegetarian or half whatever uh, when I was a student because uh, uh, we would you know, there was a group of us we would like eat together most of the days and there was a vegetarian there so we would we would always eat vegetarian stuff and then I might have you know sometimes like a ham sandwich or something like that so uh, but you know I I over here it's uh, you know, meat and fish is is, is part of part of. Yeah. Part of the, the basic basic uh, uh, stuff you can you can easily buy. So it's uh, it, it's it's I have some vegan friends over here, but they have a terrible you know they have a terrible time getting getting all the stuff they need. It's um, it's, mm. it's not that, not that easy. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I like I like meat as as a protein source. Um, 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 it's um, it's it, and it's something I I think um, lacked a, a year or two ago, and I, I think that's one of the main reasons I got injured a couple of times. Um, uh, I, had, I had some uh, SI joint problems, uh, and I think the last one was actually a, a stress fracture because uh, it took uh, it took like two and a half months to 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 be to be okay again so you again you never diagnosed it it wasn't no it's 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 just too expensive to get an mri done over here so it's uh yeah. <laughs> i would i wouldn't you know it's just uh it's it's uh i went i went to the you know to the doctor uh, uh and i went to physical therapy and uh, and got treatment and then basically uh you know continued to uh to, to do some exercise on a stationary bike. That was last year before Berlin, actually, the, the, the last one I had, and um, uh, and did a lot of rowing and that sort of stuff. Um, now recently, I got myself a, 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 a TRX and I do I exercise at home. Yeah, not a lot, but uh, yeah, I, I feel it helps me with uh, with. Uh, uh, you know when 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 I do like like uh, like a four or five weeks or whatever uh, hundred miles yeah. weeks I, I, f- I feel I feel I need um, to take it down a notch for for a while and then uh, build up some muscle again because I feel that kind of kind of waste it all you know i kind of tend to disappear as i say (laughs) (laughs) my arms are are thinner than ever and uh and so i need to build up a little bit more strength again and that's when i when i hit the trx um but as you were saying about uh, about nutrition yeah i I just try to get enough protein because I, i thought i think that was one of the problems with uh uh i had when uh we wouldn't eat um, enough protein, uh, and I'm, mm. I'm making sure I do get enough protein now. I think that was the cause of, of my, my my injuries. Like, yeah. Apart from vol, apart from sheer volume, of course. But uh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. I mean, you at that volume, you obviously you're at much higher risk. Um, anything special you take that you, in terms of sports nutrition, that you love um, want to take during mm, training? 
No, not really. I, I usually um, when I'm when I'm in a training block, I usually uh, just go with iron, uh, vitamin C, and 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 sometimes a vitamin B complex, and, oh. and that's basically it. Um, no mycelium. So, uh, I was I was laughing on your Twitter. <laughs> you you're reading the, the mycelium running, and I was like, wait, is yeah. this is this a new book about? Running, fun life running, and it's it's yeah. I thought I saw it on the list. I thought, oh, <laughs> I love I listening not. to to Paul Stamets, though. I actually, find yeah, it yeah, yeah. I love it when somebody's. It's it's it's. That's that's actually why I I got the book. I haven't read it all, but I, it's when somebody's so obsessed with something that you know they they want to know everything about it or they know everything about it and it's yeah they they it's uh it's, I, I found that i find that incredible when, when people have such dedication to something like that yeah it's, uh, it's yeah. inspiring mm-hmm. i agree i agree um well talk a little bit about footwear because you've been doing some reviews i saw for roadtrailrun.com um yeah so i'd love to hear i think you've been in the endorphin pro and the Vaporfly, I, I believe, yeah. right? And so I'd love to hear yeah. your, your take on these two uh, popular shoes. Okay, well, um, uh, the, uh, the Vaporfly is um, the shoe I used in in, uh, in Berlin and New York. Um, uh, I, I wasn't actually sure I was going to use it because um, I, I usually, it's, it's not very easy to get shoes over here or whatever and, uh, unless you want to pay a lot of money uh for shipping mm. and that sort of stuff so um even for my reviews you know they i, I have some sort of um, shipping service forwarding service um uh in the in the u.s when and i get shoes sent for for review over there but then i, st- I still like i got to pay the the, the the shipping cost from the US to to to, to here. So I don't I don't review anything everything I, I, I can get my hands on. Just review some of the shoes. But anyway, uh, I had so I had um, usually what I do when I go to a marathon, uh, I, I travel through Europe and so I, I get I order through let's say Nike Europe or whatever. I have stuff delivered at my mom's place and then when I pass through I try it on and, and and use it and i wasn't actually sure about the vaporfly at the beginning because it actually kind of made my right foot hurt a little bit uh felt a little bit narrow i thought i might get major blisters so uh, hmm. on the first run so i, I kind of halfway through my my first training run and then i took them off and loosened everything up and then put them back on again and i was fine so uh i used them from berlin for berlin and new york and i, I it's it's a really it's it's a good shoe. <laughs> I can't say anything else about it. It's uh, it's uh, it feels normal right now, but the first times, first mm. couple of times you run in it, it feels very different. And then, uh, how often do you train in the the Vaporfly? How often do you throw them on? Um, uh, the Vaporfly right now, I I I don't really use them that much for training. Uh, I've used yeah. them like a couple, like three or four times. Uh, I, I still had an old pair of four percent uh, lying around that I was using for for the longer, harder stuff. That's, that's yeah. usually when I put them on. 
uh, when you get the like the, the the twenty plus mile runs or something like that with with tempo in it and that stuff. Yeah, like that. that's when that's what I use them for usually. Yeah, um, nothing else, nothing else because I I, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's uh, that's that's a that's an efficient opinion. It's probably not based in any science or anything. So far, it's, they haven't haven't studied it yet. But you know, if it's if it causes different types of injuries or, or stuff like that because of the plate in it. Um, so yeah, I, I just use them for for very specific workouts. Um, so that's the, the Vaporfly. I have I have a, the Endorphin Pro as well. I got that. It's a I really like that shoe. Uh, it's it's uh, it's. It, I really like the the the, the rocker, the, the the you know the 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 high the high toe lift in it. It's uh, yeah. It it kind of you know it's it it because I I land more or less on on you know mid to four foot some somewhere somewhere well let's say on the side of my of my of, of the ball of my feet and. Uh, it kind of makes you go forward the whole time. It's it's um, the, the endorphin is a lot a lot less um, aggressive on my Achilles, probably because of the rocker, because I land hmm. quite a bit forward uh, to start off with. Um, uh, it's uh, I don't, that's it's basically the the on, one of the only shoes I I don't really feel my Achilles in the first like the first mile or so of wow. my runs. It, it just goes and. It's, it's really, it's really nice. I also have the Adidas, um, the Adidas Pro, and I, I, uh, I have to say, I re- I, that's that's also a, a shoe I, I very much appreciate. And I think the difference with the with the the Adidas Pro and 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 uh, and the Vaporfly or or the the Endorphin Pro is that the rods they that they, they're they're in there they they kind of they can move independently a little bit, so you get. You still get a little bit of lateral flexibility, whereas a plate, it's just stiff all the way. It's like going, you know, uh, lengthwise and, and 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 side to side, and the rods kind of kind of let your foot foot move more naturally. Still, I think so. I really I really enjoy that one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, What's the weight have, between these? Yeah, the the weight the the Adidas is the heaviest one, and then uh, I think the I don't really I don't really remember, but I think it's there's not that much difference between the Endorphin and the, and the, and the Vaporfly. Maybe the Vaporfly is a little bit lighter. I'm not sure actually, uh, but you know, they feel the same more or less. The Adidas in your hands feel feels a bit heavier, but when you're running in it, you don't really notice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. So you. It sounds like you value. I mean, what will you think you'll race in if you had to choose now? Um, you know, like Chicago or London? What would you go? Uh, I would go. I, I actually I got myself a, a pair of Alpha Flies as well, and I, mm. I just I don't I don't don't really like them. Um, it's it kind of messes up my gate a little bit I, I i'm not sure I, I, first of all i got a blister in it but uh, uh, <laughs> uh they're a little bit shorter than i think i i, I remember that the other ones are, uh i don't know if they felt they feel really weird um so that one's probably not gonna be the one um uh so i think it would be between the vaporfly and the, and the adidas the adios pro oh one interesting. Of those. Huh? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. All right. Um, well, Yos, thanks so much for sharing. We look forward to to watching you and, and your next major and, and cheering you on. I, I actually just looked thanks. up the, the Masters world records. I was shocked. Um, the M50 world record. I don't know if you've looked it up. It's, it's incredible. 219. 219. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 219. It's crazy. There's, there's a list that used to be maintained. Um, it's, it was, uh, I forgot the guy's name. He died in the meanwhile. And it was, it was something called ARSS or ARRS, something like that, .net. It was the Associ- Association yeah. of Road Race Statisticians, whatever. And, uh, and there's like there's the, the 219. And then there's uh, a couple of times in the 220, uh, 222, 23, 24, that's like all the same guy, a Dutch guy. Uh, it's called Piet van Alphen. Yeah, so he has the M55 too, a 2256. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, that's, got, that's you got four guy. more years, man. I got four more years, yeah. <laughs> we got yeah, right at this level for four more years. Um, yeah, no, I think, no, I think I'm going to do these and I'm, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and train for, for like a half or a 10K, like try to yeah. go as fast as I can. In the in the in the M55, there's a there's a Spanish guy, used yeah. to be a professional marathon runner. Uh, it's called Mart- <laughs> Martin Fies. Um, um, he's a he's a contemporary of a friend of mine who's a, a one of the the old Portuguese uh, marathon runners. It's Domingos Castro. He I mm. think he ran New York. He finished New York in second place at one point. Um, uh, Domingos, he won Rotterdam and he won Paris once, I think. Uh, um, so yeah, there were twins, uh, uh, Domingos and, and Dionysio, so two, two, two Portuguese guys. Um, and um, so he was contemporary. I think Martin Fizz actually won a world champion marathon championship at one point. Um, and uh, he's he's uh. Uh, I'm faster than he is at the marathon in in his age group. He, when he was, he did this. He did the same when he was uh, between 50 and 55. He wanted wow. to win the majors. Uh, he had to do, do one over when he was already 55. So he won five in the 50 to 55 uh, category and then one in the 55 to 60. And he set the um, 10k world record for the for the 55 age group. Which oh, is now thirty thirty one thirty six, I think, uh, and I want to go for that. <laughs> well, you're. I was, I was playing around with Jack's age graded uh-huh. table, and you're two twenty six at fifty one. Mm-hmm. Comes out to roughly a two oh eight um, ten for a prime mm-hmm. age runner. Um, so that's incredible, and then. To think of the two nineteen twenty nine, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's got to be age graded performances ever, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So now we just have to hope that Bernard Lagat doesn't keep running. Or the other guy, or the, the guy that was third in New York. What was his name? Uh, Abdi. Oh, 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 I forgot oh, his Ab- name. Abdi, yeah, uh, he. That's not, true. Yeah. He, He's still running at like the same level for the last 20 years. It's, it's um, incredible. 
<laughs> yeah, he is. He's amazing. He's a good friend of Jack's. Um, yeah. he's, he, he's, he actually yeah. got. He, didn't he get selected for the? Didn't he uh, go? Isn't he for the going to the Olympics yes. this year? Again, yeah. I think it was fourth for the Olympics. That's inc- incredible! Incredible! Yeah, he's such that's, a nice, that's such nice an, guy. That's such an inspiration. People like that, you know, just keep on. I know. Keep on doing. It. I hope I can be able to inspire some people as well too. <laughs> to go oh, you it. will. Uh-huh. You will. And I, th- I thank you for sharing the story. Where we want to uh-huh. spread the word and um, get more people cheering you on in your next major. And uh, please stay safe there with you and your family, and and take care. We will. Okay. Thank you. Thank right, you for the opportunity to share a bit of my story. I've been over here.